Hello and welcome to day four of National Truck Driver Appreciation Week celebration at the Transfix Take Podcast. I'm Jenny Ruiz and today we're talking to Eric Ball from the Trucking Cheat Code. In today's discussion, we discuss everything from safety and being compliant in the trucking industry. Eric comes with a very special background as a police officer who focuses on the trucking sector for safety and compliance with ELD rules and FMCSA. Enjoy. All right. Well, welcome, Eric Ball. He is a police officer who works in the traffic division, specializing in truck safety. Eric is also one of the founders of the Trucking Cheat Code, helping new and current drivers better prepare not only for their DOT audits, but keeping them up to date and compliant with FM, CSA laws and regulations, and so much more. And classes are being held monthly. Eric, welcome to the Transfix Take podcast. How have you been? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are you doing? Doing well. It's it's so great to speak with you. I think we last spoke earlier this year uh, in in honor of Black History Month. We featured you on our website, and and since then, I know you've been doing a lot of things. So tell us what's been new. How you know what what new things have happened, and and all the all that good stuff. Uh, right now, the Truck and Chico platform have really taken off. Uh, where you know, whereas uh, we service anywhere between uh, fifty to new. I mean, 50 to 80 new clients every month uh, where we teaching people that's beginners, um, you know, the industry from a uh, from a beginner standpoint. So, you know, we teach them, you know, the difference uh, about truck equipment. We're teaching them how to, you know, properly structure and set up their companies, you know, uh, uh, how to just operate the correct way. You know, it's one of the things that if you come in doing it the correct way, you will have bad habits. So that's we true. have, you know, we, <clears throat> so we have a curriculum for the beginners. Um, and then we also have a curriculum for the ones that's already in the industry for us. Right. Um, you know, they, they may be in the industry and they may own one, you know, five or 10 trucks. Uh, and they, and they looking to scale their business. They looking to learn how to, to tighten the screws within their business as far as it's running a, a smoother and more safer, safer operation, mm-hmm. you know, making sure that they're documenting, you know, everything that they're doing within their company and, uh, uh and, and, you know, they dot their eyes and they cross their T's. So right. we have a curriculum for, uh, for those guys too. And the reason why we separate our curriculum is because we don't need somebody that's already in the industry uh, taking beginner's level information. Uh, right. We already assume that they know the information, but it's one of the things that uh, through our coaching and mentor, um, when we just, well, if we find out that they don't know basic information, we do highly suggest that they take, the, take that particular uh, seminar and learn the basic because it all aligns with each other at the end of the day. And then we also have a, a dispatching uh, uh, seminar where we teach in dispatching dispatchers or, or people that aspire to be a dispatcher, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, the ins and outs of dispatching from the safety and compliance standpoint and uh, uh, always, you know, to actually dealing with brokers and dealing with carriers and stuff like that. So we, you know, we break it down into three different categories and then in addition to that, we look at the trends that FMCSA and CVSA post uh, related to like uh, violations and out of service issues. And based on those trends, we actually create seminars where we can tackle those areas to help improve the understanding of those trends of violations. So carriers and dispatchers won't be out there failing inspections and having issues whenever they have audits. And that's so important too, because I think a lot of, you know, jumping right into to one of the topics that I wanted to discuss with you today, you know, we recently put out a survey to our network of drivers 
And we asked them if the long haul driver shortage would get worse. And 57.7% of them said yes. And I think, and, and we've talked about this before, but safety plays a huge role in why some drivers are leaving the field. So I'd love it if you could tell us what are some of the biggest violations that you see on the road today? Some of the biggest violations that I personally see, uh, see is uh, the EOD, the EOD mm -hmm. violations. And uh, you can really, really run up a lot of violations with EODs pretty quick because EOD violations is based on a 24-hour period. So based on each day. So for each day that you, like for instance, if you go seven days and you did not sign your logs, that's seven different violations. Mm. If, you, if you go seven days and you didn't sign your logs, you did not input your truck number or your trailer number, right? Those three different violations per day at the end of the, at the, end of the report, that's 21 violations. That's a lot yeah, of violations. A lot of violations because EOD, you know, it is determined by per day. In addition to that, mm -hmm. if you get put out of service with an EOD issue, typically you're going to be put out of service for a minimum of 10 hours. No mm -hmm. matter if you corrected the issue within two to three minutes, you're still going to be placed out of service for 10 hours, unlike equipment. If you have an equipment issue and, you've been, and you get placed out of service, once that issue is fixed, if a mobile mechanic come out, fix that issue within an hour or 30 minutes, guess what happened? You can now start back driving. You're back in service. So it's not like that for ELD issues. And because um, it, there's really no strong um, uh, uh, training information out there mm -hmm. for carriers or dispatchers, or drivers that uh, a lot of them and they 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 don't lack the proper knowledge to actually go about uh, um, uh, completing the EODs the correct way, notating within the EODs and things like that. Uh, I don't I haven't personally seen anything that can help a carrier out that mm -hmm. you know that FMCSA you know say may post for free on their website. So it's one of them things that you know if you go if you got to go through your EOD provider. Right. And what I have seen, a lot of the laws, a lot of the hours of service laws is not compatible with the ELD. Mm. And because and because so, drivers find themselves not maximizing their profit because the ELD device will show them a violation when all in actuality they're really not in violation. Oh, that's interesting. Do you find that yeah. to be a, a consistent thing with certain ELDs or just glitches? Well, the, the issue being, right, that's just with certain EODs. I mean, with all EODs, because mm -hmm. what happened is within those EOD systems, it would show that the EOD is operating an 11 to 14-hour route, right? And just say, for instance, right, if you a carrier and you only go OTR, right, mm -hmm. twice, a, twice a week, and then the rest of the week, you know, saying you work in local, what happened is, your ELD will show you a violation. It will, eventually, you will end up being a violation. Because if you're working local, you don't have to really log anything. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And right. so what happened is companies don't understand that. They don't understand that, <clears throat> that hey, when they, the ELD may be showing them a violation, but all in actuality, depending on the movement of the load, and determine, you know what I'm saying, how they have to log that particular date.
We spoke earlier in the year about you and how you came into becoming a police officer specializing in the traffic division and trucking safety. And I'd love to hear more about what your day-to-day is, what you see on the road, you know, um, and, and, and why it interested you to, to focus on the traffic division part of um, law enforcement. Um, the traffic part of it, uh, it interests me because um, I did an internship when I was in college and I did it with the uh, Oklahoma Highway Patrol. And um, when I did that internship, I just really love what the state police guys did. You know, they was out on the highways, you know, they worked, you know, the tollways. And at the time they were doing a lot of drug and addiction. Mm. And so I thought that, you know, that watching them do doing that, I felt like that you had to, you know, that was like, that was like a skill. Like you have to really like know what you're doing, you know, uh, and, uh, in that industry of drug and addiction, Uh, because, you know, people that, look like everyday people was the ones that was hauling a large amount of, you know, drugs. And then the ones that you would think they wouldn't even be the ones that really hauling drugs. So it's kind of like you really had to use all your training, all your expertise in order to really, really find that person, you know, transporting narcotics, you know what I'm saying, over the road. <clears throat> and so uh, I didn't, you know, unlike, you know, if you was a street cop and you worked in a certain area, you already know the different people that may be, you know, selling drugs in that area. So the highway was a lot harder than actually street cop. Mm. But I always been a fan of if the work is easy, I don't want to do it. I like, I like challenges. So uh, when the, when the, the trucking part came about, it was one of the things that I've seen a lot of, uh, officer running, a lot of officers running, running from it because it required a lot of schooling. Right. And then uh, some parts of it require math. And we all know everybody is not strong in math. Right. And, yeah. And so growing up, I was always stronger in math. Mm. And so I, I so and, and in addition to that, I've seen so many people that ran away from it and didn't really, you know, say I want to do it. But then like with me, I'm always the type of person that I'm going to run towards, you know, just being in law enforcement, like we run towards danger, you know what I'm saying? Right. And so, right. Because a large quantity of, of officers didn't really do it. I'm like, I'm, a, I'm I want to look into that. So I ended up going to a series of school, uh, getting certifications, passing federal tests. And um, the stuff wasn't easy. It's like you in class for 10, 11 hours, you get out, you studying all day. You, you know, saying that then you have to take a test that's two hours long and you have to score at least 80 percent. Mm, so, yeah, so it's very challenging, you know, what I'm saying and you got to be able to learn at a, a fast and quick pace uh, um, whenever you was going through a DOT school. So I have a lot of respect for DOT officers because one, nothing, give it to them. They actually they actually earn that stuff. And a lot of the guys, in my opinion, they're pretty gifted because you learn so much information. In a little bit of time, you have to retain it, and right. then you have to pass that. Then you are under stress, you have to pass, you know, what I'm saying a federal test of a hundred questions in two hours, mm. and you only can miss twenty. So if you see them guys, they they very very good at what they do, and they are very knowledgeable right. because of you know saying that the information that they have to actually learn, they have to apply it, and then you still have to go out in the field and then you have to get training in the field as well with a veteran, you know, inspector 
And then from there, everything else become like a on the job learning experience and then a lot just repetition. You know, like I probably give or take, I probably inspected down to ten thousand trucks. Whoa. Yeah. So just think repetition, you know, and then in addition to that, you know, I probably then dealt with, you know, saying uh ten thousand plus drivers mm-hmm. and owners of companies where not only do we inspect them, if we put them out of service, we found violations. We show them the issue. We show them the writing. How, why is a violation? So it's like you out there, you coach them, you trying to teach them, you know, saying the importance of being safe. You're giving them any tips that you may have learned on your own or you learn through, you know, uh, through, through, through the school or you learn from other drivers that's doing it right. Right. And so from there, I seen that it was a, uh, Trucking was becoming one of those those industries that people was hearing about the, the money part, and mm. they didn't understand that is is also a dark world. What I mean by the dark world is yes, the money is good, but a lot of people fail because of the compliance part. Right. So nobody really talk about the compliance part. They don't talk about about eighty five percent of companies they don't succeed and they go out of business within two to three years in trucking, small freight owners because they paperwork. Mm. because they're not knowledgeable about the law and regulations. And so people ask, okay, how do I get knowledgeable about this? I can read the regulations, but I don't all, I don't always understand exactly what it means. So I tell them, you have to think like big companies. Big companies get professionals like myself mm-hmm. that understand this stuff. They may even get truck attorneys and lawyers, and then they pay them to actually help guide them. And if you don't get professionals, a lot of times you're going to be out here and you're just going to be winging it. And then, yes, you may make, you know, millions of dollars a year, but then come, you know, come year five, all of a sudden, now you, you got a, a couple of inspections and then boom, you constantly get hit with out of service, those out of service trigger audits. And then from audits, they find more issues and they go back and they look for the last five years. You've been operating just totally wrong. Now you have, hundred thousand, two to three hundred thousand dollars in fine. Well, not only that, but then you know we're also looking at FMCSA and how how often um, some of the rules and regulate or the laws and regulations change dependent on you know what is going on. Like with COVID, we saw a couple of different HOS hours change, right? Or yeah. regulations change, and so if you're not keeping up to date on that it would create a violation on the road. That's that's something that you would you would see when you're out there. So uh, can you give some tips on how both new and existing drivers can stay up to date on on these on how frequently these laws change and how and when they do change? Yes, you know, you you can you can uh for one, you in my opinion, you have to have somebody that's strictly dedicated to safety within your company. Right. Because as 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 a just say a uh, owner that, that that got one to three trucks, it's going to be hard for him to try to keep up with ELD issues. It's going to be hard for him to keep up with payroll, mm-hmm. deal with, you know, dispatching and all that. So what happened is if you operating as a CEO with no help, something going to lack within your company. So right. everybody needs to have somebody that strictly is dedicated, nothing but safety. And it's different entities, organizations that's out there that you that you can subscribe to that can actually, you know, send you emails when things changes. Or you can just research yourself, you know what I'm saying? 
to 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 basically um to to keep up with different you know uh, organizational websites that that post you know saying the changes in the regulations and laws. Right. So if you don't know those sites, those websites, it's one of the things that in this industry is a networking industry. So, you know, you need to get with someone or you need to, you know, check with someone that's already been in the industry and been doing well in the industry and then see exactly how they've done it. And, you know, as far as staying safe or find people like myself and, you know, definitely, you know, pay for their services because the service is going to be well worth, you know, worth it versus you getting hit with fines and violations that can potentially uh, dismantle your company and change your whole entire lifestyle. Because yep. most of these, you know, owners, they build these companies to take care of their families. So if this company gets dismantled because of your lack of, guess what happened? Now you have to change your whole style of living because of that. That's right. That's absolutely right. And then, so enter Trucking Cheat Code, right? And and this is an organization that is helping others, whether you're just entering the industry or like you said earlier, have been in the industry for 10 you know, 20 plus years or what have you and, and single-handedly really helps you prioritize the need for saving all the documentation that you need for keeping up to date on all of these, um, compli- all the compliance and, and laws and regulations. So Eric, tell us how folks can sign up to take a class or, or to stay engaged with you um, throughout their, their trucking career. Definitely, definitely follow me on Instagram at the uh, the truck and cheat code, the truck and cheat code, and also follow my my personal safety page, and it's a truck estates. So truck t r u c k estates e s t a t e s on Instagram. I frequently post a lot of changes in the laws and regulations. Nice. I um. I I, 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 I I post real real life situations that people dealt with, and then I, I write captures and stuff, letting people know exactly like, hey, if you read this, if you if you if you follow this page and you read, I'm gonna post a lot of the don'ts. So if you read this and I post it, that lets you know you don't do that <laughs> because somebody been affected by 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 doing that. Right. So that's one thing that I try to do. I try to like literally post real life situations and, and examples that happen real time. So it's one of the things that I may have a client that tell me something that happened to him, and then from there I would create a post, but I wouldn't just I wouldn't I wouldn't share the client's name. I would share what happened, and then from there I'm hoping that people when they do look at it, they don't just look at it and they don't learn. I want them to look at it read the caption, understand that this is something that somebody happened, that somebody dealt with that's in truck in real life. And now you learn from their mistakes. Well, all right, Eric, it's such a pleasure always. And we will definitely keep in touch on all the great things that you're doing. Of course, go follow Eric at truck estates and the trucking cheat code on Instagram. And he will keep you away from all the violations that you might be subjected to get. Um, but Eric, always a pleasure, and we'll speak with you soon. Thank you. Thank you. I always appreciated you, and I still I still do. Thank you. All right. I'll talk to you soon, Eric. 
And there you have it. Always a pleasure speaking with Eric Ball at the Truck and Cheat Code. And for all of our carriers that are out there staying safe on the road, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Go follow the Truck and Cheat Code to stay up to date on any compliance rules that have changed and any ELD laws that have changed recently. And we'll see you tomorrow with a very special episode concluding our National Truck Driver Appreciation Week series with Brittany Richardson, a trucking influencer. Drive safely.
So right. driver, I thank you. I thank you for every sacrifice that nobody else knows that you make. I thank you for everything that you push through when you don't feel like you can, but you do. I thank you for every spouse that's out there and every partner of every driver because of the sacrifices that you and your family and your children have to make as well. So every person that's a part of the trucking industry, I want you to know that you do matter and you know that, but I also want to be another voice that is continuing to tell you that. I thank you for your sacrifices. I thank you for your blessings and I thank you and want you to know that your life matters. And I pray that today you start taking the steps. I know you make all the steps for everybody else, but I want you to start taking some steps for you too, because the world needs you in every year, every day, and the best you and the healthiest you. And I thank God for you and every person that's connected to you from Candace Fitzpossible Trucking. And I thank y'all. Thank you so much, Candace. What a show. Thank you so much to Candace Rivers and Fit's Possible Trucking for coming on and shedding light on all of the ways that we can make being fit possible for trucking. Don't forget, follow Fit's Possible Trucking on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook, where she launches the three video series tackling things like health, wellness, and food options on the road. We'll see you tomorrow with another episode featuring Eric Ball from the Trucking Cheat Code. Drive safely.